Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. This is Internet Marketing. to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing. Now, before we start today, we have a request. If you are really enjoying what we do here on the Internet Marketing Podcast, then if you could, please leave us a review on iTunes or your podcast app, of course. That would be fab. Um, it really helps us to grow the podcast and ensure we bring you great marketing tips and advice each week. Now, today I'm joined by Dmitry Dragilev, founder and CEO of JustReachOut.io. Dmitry, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Good to be here. I'm very, very well. And you're in you're in New York, aren't you? I am. I am indeed. Fantastic. I like New York. I went there at Christmas. First time I'd ever been yeah. in my life. Absolutely loved it. Now, let's start off with you telling us a little bit about yourself and JustReachOut.io. Sure, sure. Um, so... You know, I uh, grew up in Soviet Union and came here in 1993. It was uh, January of 1993, January 28th, my big immigration from uh, Soviet, well, it was Russia by that time, 93, came to New Hampshire of all places and got into computers early on. I was really good at math. And so I worked, I got my computer science degree and worked in software development for a while for some big companies, big Fortune 500 companies. But then looked around and said oh this looks really boring corporations <laughs> big suits what am i looking up to i'm looking up to big bonus checks and more of the tucked in shirts and getting old and i'm like i can't do this and i was only 22 or something or 23 yeah so i uh quit my job i sold everything i had and i drove cross country to silicon valley because i knew that people were having way more fun than me um getting money from rich guys and building technology and Mm -hmm. and building these fun little startups in 2006 this was 2006 and i kind of stuck around for like 10 years i got into this whole marketing seo startup thing Mm. and changed my careers first of all i became a marketing seo person pr person and gone through a couple acquisitions actually in my uh, decade of uh, doing startups related stuff 
And uh, yeah, so now I run a software company called Just Reach Out. I founded it about three years ago, and we help entrepreneurs, small businesses, and um, anybody out there who wants to pitch journalists without the help of PR firms. So for 65 bucks, you can just sign up and find a journalist you want to pitch, and we'll give you the reasons you should contact them, mm. the email templates, the whole thing. And you can email them and get in contact with them. And, and so, yeah, so the software business is doing well. We have 4,000 paying customers now, and, and it's, uh, it's fun. So that's, that's my... Fun. Yeah, that's my little intro. <laughs> so you're joining, you, you, you help a sort of SEO people find, sort of do a bit of PR? Is that basically how it works? Um, it's not really SEO people. It's really small businesses yeah. or professionals or it could be like we have uh, musicians, we have authors of books or we have, uh, you know, small business owners that are online businesses too or people who sell courses online or people who have, popcorn stores here in, oh, in the United States. And so like all sorts of walks of life. We have a, like a magician and, and all sorts of crazy professions you use us. But the idea is that, yeah, you can pitch journalists and bloggers and get some publicity or exposure for yourself. Fantastic. Now, earlier this month, I think it was, we're in, we're in April now, we're recording in April, this probably won't go out until late July or even August. Um, but I think it was April the 19th, you published a case study on Mars that sort of ties into the, today's show uh how we ranked number one for a high volume keyword in under three months if i'm not mistaken was the title um mm-hmm. this was a joint case study with pipe drive um, a sales uh, crm tool can you describe how this project came about yeah yeah so besides running the software company i uh <laughs> i also do some consulting here and there and my background is seo so helping Big, big companies, small companies, middle-tier companies mm. rank on Google and rank high on Google. And so uh, Pipedrive was a customer, and they came to me with a, a desire to rank high for an article they wrote, have written on their blog. And the first thing we kind of had to do is say, well, sure, like everybody wants to rank high on Google – the question is, what do you want to rank high for? And, and so we did a whole exercise determining what type of terms uh, their potential customers search for and also what type of terms that the customers search for, potential customers search for, uh, have really poor search results. And that's the mm-hmm. big indicator that kind of started this whole effort is you have to find a keyword that your customers are searching for people that want to buy your software that has poor search results for it. And it's not a commercial intent keyword, meaning uh, people are not looking for a brand or something like that. They're, they're looking for information. It's an information-based keyword search. So the word sales management fit the bill because sales management is something that's an informational search. People are not looking for the tool called sales management, right? They're looking mm. for information about sales management, whether it, they want techniques or tools or, or how it works or salaries or sales managers. Whatever they want, they want information. And that is what we decided to focus on because, frankly, we saw that the stuff that was ranking on the for, first page of Google was rather poor. Like We were not happy with the stuff there and we really thought that we could do much better. And that's kind of 
the start of the the, the qualifying kind of events for the the project there of, of any kind of SEO or ranking that you want to do is has this kind of stuff and um, so SEO to me is very much married with PR so yeah two are very similar. It was a three month project, wasn't it? Were you involved in the planning of the project before it started? Yeah, yeah. We started working with them before, you know, I think I'm still working with them on on some other stuff that we're working on now, more like international SEO stuff. But yeah, we started the planning stages with them as well. And we worked through all that. Any kind of project that I do, of course, has to have the planning and, and the actual execution of it. And and so so yeah and when you first started i mean did you think goals are achievable or have the sort of results surprised you i there's it's very hard to determine and really bet on on things and say that i can do this a hundred percent i mm. thought that there was a good possibility we could get to the top and i didn't you know i just didn't know how soon it would it would happen because sometimes these things take so long i mean sometimes you wait for six months or a year and even longer to get specific results and so with seo it's such a low term that's why i love running you know like with the press outreach uh, software a lot of people that use us they can see results almost right away whether a journalist would respond to you or not you can see that almost instantaneously and so any kind of SEO initiatives you do or using SEO software, it's a very long-term game you're playing. You might be seeing results in five months or six months or eight months. So it's very hard for a customer to get excited about it. I mean, you could get excited about it, but it's just day-to-day you feel like you need a little something <laughs> yeah. because nothing is happening like you move from position 27 to 26 it's like oh great (laughs) (laughs) you make reference actually to um sort of using mozzie's keyword explorer tool for a lot of the initial research what is it specifically about mozzie's keyword explorer that's sort of appealed well i i like to use well it's actually a combination so i i tend to use scmrush a lot mm. and i like to use ahrefs ahrefs has a new keyword tool that is pretty decent in terms of the researching which keywords to you want to rank for because what they do is they not only give you the search volume and the competition but also mention you know approximately how high can you uh, expect your traffic to jump uh, if you've ranked at a specific position for a different a specific keyword and how competitive it is against all others so it 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 becomes very easy to think through the difficulty of ranking for it uh, if you're seeing a lot of people bidding for it and trying to understand the content there you can really look deep moz i like using moz for backlink analysis so when i look at which article is ranking so sales management for example i look at the first 10 results and i see what is ranking what is not ranking and then i can say all right well why are they ranking right and so moz is great at telling me well they're ranking because here are all the backlinks they're pointing to each one of these 
search results. And in my analysis, I kind of do a quick sweep through that to see why are those people linking to that piece of content? When was that link published? And how probable or you know, is it that I can reach out to those people and also ask them to link to my piece of content when that's published? And so I use the Backlink Explorer. And that Backlink Explorer is actually Ahrefs has one as well. Mm-hmm. So... I use a. I think I use actually Ahrefs and SCMrush more than I use Moz. I used to use Moz more, but Ahrefs has kind of changed their tool a lot recently. So I've been using that more. If you want to understand how marketing is changing and how that will affect your brand, you need Future Proof, the podcast from Kantar that tells you how to find growth. Created in conjunction with Side Business School at Oxford University, the Future Proof podcast provides a unique perspective on what truly makes a difference. To understand what's winning in marketing, subscribe to Future Proof, a Kantar podcast now. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Now, after deciding on a topic, uh, you, you moved into a substantial phase of research. I was wondering if you could just sort of break down the key elements of your research phase and everything you decided to do before even starting to produce any new content. It's just a matter of producing content that's the best out there, right? So our software, just reach out. We have customers who are from all walks of life. So not only sales management, but it could be nutrition or dieting and it's a matter of what your core expertise are and what do you feel so confident about that you can basically say listen everything that is on the front page of this google search result is complete crap that i can do 10 times better and i will do 10 times better and i can just sit down and start writing this stuff right now Mm. and that is that is sort of the first part of writing any content is, you know, we pick that keyword. And then the next part is creating the content and crafting it. And that's where a lot of the tips and tricks come in from, like, my blog. And I, I use Brian Dean's back Linko blog. They have a great on-page SEO blog post that kind of details all these little nuances of writing an article. That's a great one, right? One of the best things that I've seen is write an article with, you know, mostly visuals without that much text and 
that keeps people on site longer because time on site is a huge factor for ranking. The other thing is looking at the time and, and speed of loading of your site, right? Everybody knows that's an important factor, but it's a huge ranking factor, right? And so how does time on site in your article compare to time on site with every article that is currently ranking on Google's first page result? The time it takes to load your page should be less than the first 10 search results for the given keyword on that topic. And that's the only way you will, you know, not the only way, but that's one of the conditions that you should check before you start engaging in, in this and improve your site so that it's faster than your competition. I look at all those search results on the first page of Google as my competition. And so I might create uh, an article that has information from all of those search results, the mm. first 10, and my own information added to that in a better design format. And so the design of the article has to be better than the design of the articles or websites that are ranking for your keyword currently on Google. And so a lot of times I compare the design of the article itself. So what does the design of an article mean? It means only two or three lines of paragraphs at a time, having, bu having bucket brigades, right? which are basically breaks and a call, like basically doing a bullet-style list instead of doing a wall of text, mm. having diagrams, visual infographics and diagrams and examples, screenshots, doing as many visuals as you can to improve time on site, improve engagement, and keep the person on the site. So all that is... All these different things are important as you write your article to try and rank for it. And, you know, most of our customers that just reach out, they don't pitch news or partnerships or events about what they're doing. They do this kind of thing. They try and rank for a different type of article on different topics and say it's a nutrition startup. So what they do is they sign up and just reach out and then they write an article about nutrition and then they publish it. And when they publish it, what they do is they use Just Reach Out to promote it. So they might reach out to other bloggers and ask if they can write a different guest article for that publication and basically repurpose some of the information they've written hmm. on their own blog on that other one. Because what happens is they start getting natural backlinks from that article to the one that they want to rank. So if I wanted to rank on my Just Reach Out blog, so I'll, I'll go to justreachout.blog, write an article about PR outreach, and I want that one to rank number one for the word PR outreach, I would say, all right, I'm going to go to Business Insider and say, listen, I'd love to write for you. I, here's an article about PR outreach. It's a different one, somewhat different from the one I've written originally, mm. and publish it and link it back to the one I have on my own blog. And that way I'm basically becoming a guest contributor in multiple publications and also creating real backlinks back to my, to my initial site. And backlinks have become very different from what they used to be three years ago or four years ago. It used to be you can just get a bunch of backlinks and the volume was the, the key factor that got you to rank. It's no longer like that. So now it's 
actual traffic that comes over from the backlink that gets you the recognition from the Google's algorithm, ranking algorithm. So no longer do you have to get 100, 200, 300. The number of links does not matter anymore. It's the quality of links. So yeah. Meaning, mm. does that link actually get clicks? And if it does not, then it doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter. That's why adding a link to an old piece of content somewhere, it doesn't do anything. And adding a link that it's out of context, such as, here's a great quote by X, you know, it's, it's nice to have that link and you might get one or two hits on it. But if it's not in context and a must click for most readers, it doesn't get as much light of the, you know, the light of the day from, from the Google side. So mm. it's just, that's why this strategy works much nicer because it's basically a subset of what you've written on your own blog but on another site. So people who want more information, they must, almost must click over to your blog. And let's talk about outreach, actually, because after you've sort of been through the process of producing and optimizing the content, you sort of move into this sort of promotion and outreach. I know you alluded to this, but sort of can you outline the outreach process? Yeah, sure. So again, you, you, you've picked a keyword, you've written an article for it, and now you're saying, all right, I really want to rank for this keyword. You know what? I've written the best piece of content and I have three friends who can prove it because I've sent it to them and they also agree. So it's not just you and it's in your head. Yeah. So then what you start doing is, A, you need to start do, repurposing that content so and backlinking to this piece of content naturally from those repurposed versions of that content. So again, say I write an article about how to do PR outreach on my own blog. Now I start repurposing process. I take a subset of that article, say 500 words, 1,000 words. Now my article is 7,000 words, so 6,000 words. I take a subset of it and um, I turn it into a guest article. And I turn around and I, and I look at all the blogs in the marketing sphere. And I say, who are the best blogs in marketing sphere? Well, in the marketing industry. So let's say like Kiss Metrics has a great blog. Unbounce has a great blog. Let's, let's look at some more. Maybe BuzzSumo has a great one. Maybe, maybe you know, entre part of Marketing Profs. Marketing Profs is a good one. So I make a list of them and I start reaching out and saying, hey, I've written before, or you know, if you haven't written at all, maybe you reference your own blog. You say, "Listen, I, I I'd like to write for your for your for your blog. I, I have this topic. Here's a bulleted outline for it. Would you all be interested in it?" And um, a lot of times, you can't get to the right person, so I try and find a contributor, an existing contributor at that blog, mm. who I just simply email and ask, "Do you know the right person to talk to?" Most of the time, they'll let me know. And I, I usually would make a mix of, say, entrepreneur.com, businessinsider.com, venturebeat.com, those types of sites mixed in with marketing profs, Unbounce blog, Kissmetrics blog, SCMrush blog, moz.com blog. So, I mean, I'll mix those up, make a list, and start doing my outreach. I would, I would, ping, I would try and find editors. If I could not, then I would hire, find people who have contributed to them. Mm -hmm. And try and figure out who's the right person to run this by them. And so my idea is I want to get two, three, four guest articles published. 
So after I do that, I repurpose it into a video. And I might put it up on YouTube. I might also repurpose it into a SlideShare presentation. And I would put it up on SlideShare. And I keep repurposing this and getting and linking back to the original article because I want to keep getting those those types of you know links back yes. to my article. And so that's what I mean. A lot of our customers in, using Just Reach Out they use that methodology. And in Just Reach Out, we also show you core questions that people ask on relevant topics. And so. This game, this game of repurposing content and publishing it on another blog, is a long-term game. And I think that when a person is doing their outreach and they're trying to get their guest article published somewhere, it takes a long time. And not only do I think, I know because I've done it so long and for so many years myself, mm. and I also have 4,000 customers who try to do this every single day. They try to get their guest articles published. And the reality is, schedules are busy. These blogs are busy. There's a lot of stuff going on. It's not, you're not just going to snap your fingers and publish an article on Unbounce blog or Entrepreneur or Moz.com. It takes time. And so a lot of our customers at Just Reach Out, what they also do when they do their outreach through Just Reach Out or another platform, they answer questions on Quora and that's been or Reddit. And so a lot of people are asking questions out there about specifics of what you might know. So in my case it's how to do marketing or SEO or PR, but somebody else might be how do you create a podcast or how do you create a website? And and so whatever your knowledge or expertise is, that knowledge can be translated into a PR opportunity for you. And so you can reference your original blog post, again, in all these different answers and discussions. And so I typically look at uh, websites such as inbound.org. I also look at growthhackers.com. I also look at Quora. And I also look at Reddit. And I answer questions very proactively on all of these websites. And where possible, I link up my own blog post that I want to rank. So, yeah. We've covered a lot here, Dimitri, today. I mean, if there was one uh, sort of takeaway uh, that for, for, our, for our listeners that you could give, what would it be? I guess when you do outreach, try and think long-term versus short-term. So don't think, I'm just going to get a big news splash and tech crunch and I'll get a big spike and we'll just figure it out from there. Try and think long-term. Like, how do you repeat that process to keep getting more and more traffic? Mm. And I think what you'll find is that content, writing content that engages people, always does outperforms any kind of short-term, quick-hit kind of a pitching where you're pitching news or partnerships or whatnot. I rank number one for the word cold email and I here in the United States, and I get – anywhere from 100 to 150 people that come over to my site and sign up for my email newsletter every day. Mm. And I do nothing day-to-day -day anymore. Like, my blog post ranks really high. And out of 150 people, possibly 20 to 30% of them will become paying customers or just reach out just through a little sequence of emails they'll get automatically. So literally... I spend no money, no effort, I don't do any ads, I've never done them, 
and my article is pulling in traffic and converting it, right? And so it becomes very powerful when you when you combine PR and SEO versus the other approach is do a bunch of PR and then maybe do some ads and, and that kind of stuff. So it's the two are very different approaches. I would say try and experiment with a more sustainable approach, whatever you're doing. So that's my <laughs> two cents. Dimitri, thanks so much for coming on. How can our listeners find out more about you and just reach out.io? So you can go to just reach out.io and all my contact info is there. And then for my blog, you can go to criminallyprolific.com, criminallyprolific.com, and you'll find all the information there as well. And your Twitter is uh, at Dragilev, isn't it? It's D-R-A-G-I-L-E-V. That's right, isn't it? Yep, correct. Brilliant. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. The show notes are in the usual place, sitevisibility.com slash IM podcast. Also, uh, leave us a review because the more reviews we get, the more people we can hit and the more we can get this good information out. Email address is podcast at sitevisibility.com or you can tweet us at sitevisibility. Don't forget the LinkedIn group. There's a site visibility LinkedIn group. And that's it. That's all from me, Andy. And it's all from Dimitri. Cool. Good to be here. Thank you again. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. If you want to understand how marketing is changing and how that will affect your brand, you need Future Proof, the podcast from Kantar that tells you how to find growth. Created in conjunction with Side Business School at Oxford University, the Future Proof podcast provides a unique perspective on what truly makes a difference. To understand what's winning in marketing, subscribe to Future Proof, a Kantar podcast now. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.